So I farm so hard, the employees wanna find me And then wanna hire me What's 100k to a guy like me? Could you please remind me? Farm so hard, this ain't easy Working late nights, you best believe me My grades can only go ace Never wanna see another B unless I'm Jay-Z Farm so hard, let's get paid Welcome to another episode of Farm So Hard. My name is Dr. Santalo, the Pharmacy Operations Manager at UF Health Leesburg. So today I want to give you guys some formulary nuggets. So today's topic is on continuous versus intermittent treatment of GI bleeds with protonics. Uh, the reason behind this project is because these are good clinical operational kind of projects that not only improve patient outcomes, but it could be a huge staff satisfier. So I just want to go over some formulary nuggets that you could possibly include at. So I'll tell you guys your, what's going on. So pentoprazole 80 milligrams and NS 100 ml drips are being used for GI bleeds due to ulcers. Evans is not clear on the optimal dosing strategy. Definite opportunity to standardize dosing strategies for upper and lower GI bleeds. And you want to do your best to follow best practice strategies. In my experience as a resident, we always did IV pushes, not really so much drips, but I was unfamiliar with how often we still are using the protonic strips, which is good and bad. It does their pros and cons. But for more background information, uh, the dosing strategies for GI bleeds for bleeding ulcer for clinical significant upper GI bleeding prior to endoscopy, Optimiv dosing regimen has not been well established. So according to guidelines, there are two different ways you can dose uh, protonics and GI bleeds, either intermittent dosing, which is a loading dose of 80 milligrams, followed by a 40 milligrams IV push every 12 hours, or you can do a continuous infusion, still have the loading dose of 80 milligrams, followed by 8 milligrams per hour per infusion. All right, guys, so there are three articles I want to go over with you guys. There was a meta-analysis in JAMA in 2014 that looked at 13 studies it compared infusion versus intermittent dosing with protonics it looked at rebleeding within seven days of therapy for in both arms um, overall they found that intermittent ppi therapy was comparable to current guideline recommended regimen then there was another study in 2017 looked at 80 patients both arms compared intermittent versus infusion therapy again and this time they looked at length of stay days, and they also noted that there was no significant differences in either therapies, um, and also noted lower costs in the IV push regimen. And then in 2019, Lee's article, again, had 401 patients, looked at continuous versus intermittent therapy. Uh, again, there was no significant difference, and they also noted that the intermittent therapy was so, cost-effective. with all that being said, um, came into this ops manager role, and I saw that one of the pain points for my IV technicians was making these IV drips for protonics. And it, the nurses, they needed it yesterday. Absolutely understood. But in my previous institution, you know, we just kind of pushed the protonics. Um, it was based off that guideline recommendation. So I looked into it a little deeper and I actually did our own analysis at the hospital. So I pulled patients that had the indication for GI hemorrhage. Um, I looked at continuous versus intermittent strategies at my hospital. There's also no significant difference in length of stay days and outcomes for either strategy because we we're using both. So there was definitely an opportunity to standardize. I looked at costs because managers, we like to look at money a little bit, right? Um, you could also see a potential cost savings and waste and having to make the drip and everything. 
it's a couple thousand bucks here and there, but I think the key component here to get the easy win here is it's a huge staff satisfier. The nurses don't have to wait on the drip. It's in the machine for them to use, as well as um, the IV techs would definitely appreciate you moving on with this project. So what I would recommend at other institutions, if this is applicable for your site, um, use the IV push strategy. It's real no difference, saves money. It will increase uh, medication access in Pixis, so it significantly improves the turnaround times for your pharmacy department um, and easily prepare to reconstitute it on the unit. Uh, the way you guys will want to go about this, you probably want to do a similar medication use evaluation, um, evaluating how protonic strips are being used in your specific populations, um, working with the GI and the ED providers as well to see what their preferences are, what their thoughts on the literature, and especially trying to show them the data because you need their sign-off to get this taken to P&T. Um, then as a result, you take it to P&T, and hopefully you create an order set so you kind of make sure treatment is standardized. And that's all. That is my formulary nugget for this month. All right, I hope you guys appreciated this formulary nugget. My name is Dr. Oscar Santalo, and keep farming hard.